Alright, wait, hey, thanks for having uh, this call with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. I've just been thinking about your uh, FDR. Why, why system fail, Ricky? Well, you know what? That was uh, that was given to me from a friend. It was in a newspaper article. It was a headline. Um, it was actually a pretty sad story. Uh, a, a young kid who basically um, was neglected by his parents ended up passing away because uh, of the neglection. And um, the article is about how the, the the state didn't step in and save the kid. And oh. that was the headline. Yeah, it was pretty sad. So I cut that out and... I'll put it up on my thing. Right, right. So, yeah, the the jungle drums are telling me that uh, uh, that you were not a massive fan of 920 in other than the most abstract manner. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, not a big fan at first. I uh, I've listened to it quite a few times actually. To um, because whenever one of your podcasts strike that big of a chord with me, um, and a positive or negative way, I usually give it a re-listen to see what comes up. And uh, I gotta admit, the first two times, uh, pretty upset. Um, and uh, there's, I don't know, lots of that, lots of it was pretty dynamic as far as the emotions went. Um, it wasn't just anger or being upset. Uh, there's some frustration involved, a little bit of a little bit of everything. I'm sure some other people can identify with that. But uh, I listened to it today again when I got up, and um, and I started having a quite a bit different reaction. Uh, not like maybe, not, not like anger, not a, more like homicidal rage. Is that? <laughs> no, no. I'm glad it, that didn't get worse. Actually, it was. It was <laughs> Me too. <laughs> it was actually a pretty big reduction in um, uh, in my angst about it, uh, which I thought was interesting too. And I, I think I, I think the responses from the people last night who uh, were kind enough to go into more detail about their feelings and, and talking about that. I think that kind of settled in with me uh, as I went to bed last night and woke up. Um, but yeah, I do, I do have some criticisms. I do have, I did, like, I, there's probably, I don't know, maybe like a 50% reduction in, in uh, my qualms with with it but uh i i would like to explore it a little bit more with you i think a lot of people actually would um yeah so now the, the way help. sorry sorry to interrupt the way that that might be the most helpful way to approach it would be i mean it's up to you of course but let let's take the standpoint that i was a total dickhead for putting <laughs> this podcast out no seriously like let's just okay. say steph fell off the dickhead bandwagon big time on 920 right so Without wanting to sort of spare my feelings or you know hedge your concerns, just give me the the rant, you know, like the, okay. you know, just just let it rip. And I mean, I'm not made of glass. Don't worry about that. And let's just let's just go with you know that I've been a total dick and <laughs> have like spat on people who are trying to help me and have been petty and annoying and not used and and not followed any of my own principles and, and all that. So maybe you can give me that speech. Okay, I'll uh, I'll try not to break your heart. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> uh, no. At first, yeah. Um, at first, it comes off. Uh, I mean, you you are the the person who really introduced uh, curiosity to me, and um, and you've been a, a excellent example of it all the time, especially uh, on the boards and with your YouTube uh, posters. <laughs> and um, 
and I, I my first reaction to the podcast was uh like where's the curiosity where's the like because I didn't I didn't see you uh, post anything about um, or ask people why uh, the response was so was so low um, I didn't I didn't see any initial curiosity for for the podcast and uh, your opinions ab- about um, what you took as a uh, as people being you know fearful of being in the conversation or going out in, you know uh, in the public and talking about this stuff uh, or living their values and because um, it was, seemed like you started from the premise of of uh, not buying T-shirts equals um, not living you know your values or the the what next people because you do you do start out the podcast with uh, this is just my opinion. Um, this is for the people who want to know what's next, who defood that, you know, et cetera. And, um, and I, I, I wondered, I mean, the first thing that came to mind for me was the t-shirts are, are an avenue, are an avenue for an, for the end result, which the end result would be, uh, going out there and, and sharing this stuff. And, um, I felt like, uh, if that's the the crux of it, the actual sharing of it, then the t-shirts being one avenue of many, and um, it seemed like it seemed like you you were very focused on that one avenue, and since that one avenue wasn't being uh, readily taken up so quickly, because uh, it's only been a week or so, that uh, that people weren't doing what they uh, claim to want to be doing. And um, and I can understand that. It seemed like a pretty narrow uh, viewpoint to me at first, and kind of still does. I'm not sure. Um, like I could give you the benefit of the doubt and say, you know, that's just the thing you were talking about at the moment, but I'm not entirely sure. And uh, and then, but the problem is, is you do you do give a buffer in the beginning, but then later on in the podcast you do say. Um, that you're sure that um, there's a lot of stories for not buying the T-shirts, but you don't buy them. So it kind of—I <laughs> don't know if, if that's right to to say that you're negating the uh, you know opinion buffer or the I'm sure that just doesn't apply to everyone thing. Um, I'm not sure if that negates that completely, but it feels like it does. And. Um, and it, you really did come across like you are 100% certain that the majority of the 300 who or so that visited the the t-shirt thing were um were not living their their values based on the fact that they weren't buying t-shirts and that's how you knew that you know uh that's what they were avoiding and um <clears throat> i'm not so sure about the email sharing uh, like, like I I remember seeing the uh, the board post about that, and um, I I don't know I can't really, like I don't have anyone's email <laughs> I think I email like five people, but uh, I can't identify with that too much. Um, I I know I don't know if Greg was just I like I don't remember uh, you or Greg saying anything about scouring the internet or fishing for emails, that I don't know how to do. I thought it was more or less share your your email inbox. Um, 
Sorry, that that pot was from a while, a while was it, back. Was it? Okay. Um, so and I, one, I one don't. One person did offer to do it, but then never did it. So I like I even created a video for that person saying here's how to do it, and then they just never did it. So, but okay, but, and that's neither neither here nor there. But because if you don't remember it, maybe you never saw that post. But but anyway, go on. No, yeah, I didn't. So I can't. So that's probably pointless to get into. But yeah, the the main thing was the 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 t-shirt ranting from you, um, and you you talk about the t-shirts as being like an open, honest, uh, wearing your heart on your sleeve kind of of thing that um that that kind of exposure was not possible before the t-shirts were even available, which um like I mean if if uh, if you tell your boss that you're gonna be at work at eight eight o'clock in the morning and um. And that's the crux of it is being on time and honoring that agreement. Then how you get there really isn't important. And um, and I think that I think this is what it is. Um, like <laughs> Freedom Main Radio and uh, and where it's taken a lot of us, especially the what nexters, because I'll consider myself a what nexter. Uh, for, you know for sure. I um I definitely am one of those people who uh. Who would like to take it to um, a sharing kind of level, and uh, it seemed like your estimation of the the T-shirts not being bought and um, and the fact that people were scared of uh, scared of um, that kind of exposure or that kind of vulnerability. Uh, I have a hard time seeing that as I mean, for the people who have defooed and have lost, you know, uh, have lost the majority of people in their life or that social comfort, because, you know, I doubt a lot of those friendships were genuine anyway, but it's still rough. It's still tough. And it's, I think that in itself is a um, hundred times more uh, brave and courageous than, than uh, if they did have. I don't know. I see that as negating a fear of being vulnerable because they didn't wear a t-shirt. I would argue that um, that someone who has the food, uh, assuming that you know the circumstances called for it, uh, and have gotten rid of uh, the bad people in their life, I would say that the vulnerability that it took to do that, the the courage that it took, um, surmounts any type of postulation that them not buying t-shirts means that uh, they're not living their values. Because I, <laughs> I would say that the t-shirts is more of a preference, and it's a great, great way to do it, and I would, I'd, I'd encourage it totally. Um, but I don't think that, I do think it's a preference. And, uh, and I agree with you that it's a that it's a very simple thing. It's a very uh, doesn't take a lot of effort to wear a T-shirt, you know. That says that talks about something you do love, which brings me to the next thing. Where um, since FDR is so important and it is so amazing, completely amazing, um, I would imagine that you would want to uh, have done the best job possible for creating something that is striking, that is memorable, that will generate conversation, 
um, if people were to see it. And I don't feel like that was done because I, I'd imagine since the end result of wearing the T-shirt is to generate curiosity from other people and to generate conversation, um, I would say that the most important thing about the T-shirt is making it uh, a great way to advertise, is making a great T-shirt, um, something that is not just a kick out and Freedom Wing radio text or a, a little logo. Um, I think I, I just didn't see them as being uh, even close to resembling something that would get the end result of generating conversation. Yeah, it might it might be recognizable for people who have seen FDR on the internet, but um, I would imagine the main purpose would be to strike a chord with uh, the people inclined to notice something that has to do with uh, personal freedom or liberty or that kind of stuff, or people who don't know about Freedom Main Radio. So I thought that um, criticizing people for not buying t-shirts when the t-shirts didn't seem to be well done and saying that this is you know, the most important conversation on earth, I thought that was uh, a contradiction of sorts or it didn't make sense. But um, yeah, it was mostly just I felt a lack of curiosity from you. And I did feel, I did have a personal, um, I did feel personally like targeted <laughs> because you did quote me. Well, um, you were. I mean, that's, yeah, that's right, right. I feel like, right? But so right, right. And so um, I would have liked if, I would have liked if um, I was asked. I don't mind that you that you published it. I don't feel I don't feel embarrassed or anything. I do feel um, I, I do feel like you know as a friend that I would have been at least asked asked my uh, my feelings on why I was being pedantic about the, <laughs> the logo or you know being uh, bitchy about it. Um, well, sorry, that's assuming that you were being pedantic and bitchy rather than me being a jerk, right? So let's not we haven't come to that conclusion yet, right? Right, right. But it, you know, it could it could be both, and it could be just me, and it could be just you. But I definitely wanted to explore the ego identification that you had talked about in another podcast with your teeth, and uh, you know, and that you know the shirts being about you and and that kind of stuff. So I definitely uh, don't. I'm not ruling out that possibility. I don't. I don't feel. Um, I didn't. I've never felt a uh, an angst with sharing freedom in radio. I, I think I've. I I I do and have. Um, I do run my mouth about it quite often, and I do bring it up in <laughs> in in kind of silly ways, even when it doesn't call for it with people that I do mean. Um, and I I do get. Re rejection a lot from it, and uh, but I do enjoy it, and I didn't feel like the T-shirts were a prerequisite to to that. And so, even though I would, s I I feel or, or, like an exception to the podcast, um, I was I was targeted as as someone who was, uh, you know bitching about the logo or, you know, saying that it was lame or even that it <laughs> reminds me of the United Way, which it does. And that I, I really have a problem with with that, to be honest. I hate the United Way. And every time I see it, I think that's what I'm putting out is I'm a United Way uh, supporter. Right, right. And so, but yeah, I, I just, it was mostly the curiosity from your part. And I felt like, I felt like some of your premises were, were off. Um, I certainly think that you are right in um, right in 
well, that it, it's possible to be right. Obviously, from some people on the board do have a problem with, or or did have some angst with uh, with wearing Freedom Aid Radio on their sleeve, so to speak. So you you know you definitely are right in uh, in some ways, but um, but not buying a T-shirt as a rule as being uh, <laughs> fearful of that, I don't think is is all right, but um. So you feel it was maybe sort of more of a defensive story that I had up, you know, that that people aren't buying something that I'm offering, so I'm going to start criticizing them at a sort of fundamental level, rather than to say, "Guys, I'm hurt that you're not buying my t-shirts." Is that what you mean? Kind of, yeah. I I do I do think um, like once the t-shirts were put out, it only took five days of uh of low sales to to make person, you you know like one person bought. Right, right, and um, like I, I would, I would imagine that, like, since you did have people asking for them and <laughs> people didn't buy them, um, I do wonder why the like, I, I I'm not sure, I'm not sure. I so much, I, I think it's quite possible that the um, complaining about the way it looks could be a defense mechanism. I'm not sure that's the rule, but uh. But I would think that, like I said earlier, that you would be making, like, since the end result is to generate attention, that you would be making something that's, like, I mean, you have enough people on the, on the board with a lot of great talent to come up with some really remarkable stuff, and uh, and that does take time. But I would imagine that the people who do say, I rather wait for something that really strikes a chord, or I, or <laughs> seems like there was some effort put into it. Um, I still feel like that's a legit, a legit response to it. Okay, I'm um, sorry. Can I? I'm just going to call you back in one second. I just have to switch computers. This one's almost out of space, so I just oh make no sure problem lose the conversation. So I'll call you back in just one sec. Okay. Uh, no just problem. Hang Seth. up on your side. My screen's gone down. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Oh, no problem. So, uh, yeah. So I mean, if I understand this this correctly, and and I don't want to, I'm not trying to paraphrase. I just want to make sure I go the points down that you were talking about, you feel, uh, you felt mad at me because you felt, and I can certainly understand why, and I wouldn't contradict you, your feelings in, in a million years, that you felt that I um, uh, put these t-shirts out there, got mad at people for not buying them, and then lashed out at them using a moral argument in a sense, or at least some sort of argument around integrity, uh, and, uh, and, and was not curious about the reasons as to why. Uh, people weren't buying the T-shirts. So instead of being a good marketer and saying, well, why is it that people aren't buying the T-shirts? Uh, instead, what I did was chastise them for not living with a certain kind of integrity. Uh, in, in this sort of, and and th that was kind of insulting because if, if the issue is that people are, are successfully pursuing sharing this conversation in other ways, then nagging at them about T-shirts, which, as you say, is just one avenue, is a pretty sort of close-minded uh, and as you say, it was a very narrow focus. And uh, uh, also, if there is an issue of quality around the T-shirts or the logo or, or the text or whatever, then uh, getting mad at people for not buying T-shirts T-shirts when the T-shirts are of substandard quality or of low quality is, uh, is not productive, right? So you feel that it was a lack of curiosity that drove me to, to, to sort of lash out, which is very much against what it is that I put forward as as decent or reasonable or productive behavior is that does that sort of make sense 
Yeah, you're spot on. You're 100%. Uh, yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> right, right. So um, I'm obviously there. there's the risk. There is still the risk, obviously, that I'm completely wrong and still being defensive. So, you know, bear with me as I try and hack through the issues and see uh, what is what is going on. Now, if um, if I'm wrong, like if I'm being defense, if I'm sorry, if I'm not wrong, then I'm not being defensive. That's fair, right? Um, either. Well, do, do you? I, I mean, I'm not saying I am right, but if I was right about the reason why people aren't buying the t-shirts, then it may, still may not be the best way to handle it, but it's not exactly the same as being defensive. Because being defensive is kind of being wrong, right? Well, did you mean that it was just your opinion, like in the beginning of the podcast? Or is it like an objective, uh, like UPB kind of thing? <laughs> it's, uh, it's certainly not. Uh, it's not a scientifically proven fact as to why I can't do brain scans of people. Well, right, right. I understand that, but you, I mean, I mean, is it more like in a, an objective sense, uh, like a moral argument should be, or is it still in the realm of opinion for you? Like, as far I mean, because if you if you're gonna put the the wrong and right label on it, then um, it's not so much opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's certainly um, like if if some girl doesn't call you back. And you say, well, I guess I was just too sexy for her. Yeah. <laughs> Which happens often. <laughs> then clearly that would be wrong, right? Okay, I understand. But if, if you say, well, I think I came on too strong, and then if some friend of yours asks her and she says, well, I think, I think he came on too strong, you're, not, you know, you're accurate with regards to what she's saying. Like, it's not UPB accurate, but it's like that is a seagull, not an anvil accurate. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Okay, and again, that, that clears it up. Right, but but if I was right, that because one of the things for the proposition that Steph's being defensive is that I have to be wrong, right? I mean, because if I'm right, then there's no point. Show, like I don't show a whole lot of curiosity about whether Hitler was a good guy, right? Right. So curiosity is important when you are projecting, uh, and and when you're being defensive, it's a way of putting down that form of automatic knowledge when it's incorrect, right? Yeah, I, I can understand that, yes. And again, I'm, I'm not trying to spin any mazes here or anything like that. I'm just sort of, this is the way that I would approach trying to evaluate whether or not I'm being defensive. Okay. So the, um, the, the sort of the, the, the sequence from, from my side is that, um, oh gosh, as long as a year ago, like dozens of people uh, have asked, uh, if not more, for... Uh, Freedom and Radio paraphernalia, right? Now, we certainly have gone through a whole sequence. I don't think you've even been around for some of them. A whole series of logo designs and, and all this kind of stuff. And uh, I just, I never liked any of them, right? I mean, the one that we found with the world and the eye and, you know, the, the, I mean, that I like. Uh, I'm sure that, uh, I don't know if there is a, uh, a, a another logo out there that's like it. Maybe there is. But it has uh, it has certain things that that we've talked about on the board that that I like and other people other people didn't seem to dislike hugely and some of them also did like it and we tried different color schemes and we tried different variations of it and so on none of which worked particularly and all some of which started to get rather lurid like you know free domain radio this diseased eye is your gateway to truth or something like that. <laughs> right <laughs> so we have taken a large number of swings at the logo and there does tend to be you know, if you know what we need is a 
a dripping pentagram of anarchism, you know, or something like where you have the A with the right, right. and blood dripping, and people want these really edgy, angry, goes well with nine piercings T-shirts. Yeah, I agree and with that too. <laughs> little false advertising, right? Because it's not what the show is about. Exactly, right? not at all. Giddy idiot in a car, right? So it's uh, so so to me, uh, we've gone through the the mill, and I've spent like days trying to find good logos and uh, i've i've had people contact me through email uh you know and we've gone back and forth with at least half a dozen people on a variety of logos and you know at some point you've just got to act right i mean we just couldn't i couldn't find anything that i liked better than this one does that mean it's the perfect and final logo well no i mean does the website goes through changes too but uh so for me it was a very lengthy process that led to getting uh, this uh, logo, and uh, it is now uh, everywhere that I put FDR up and RSS feeds, and then like, it is in there, uh, pretty widely distributed. And, uh, and it's also not like it may not be perfect, and it may not, you know, because logos never are, right? Different things to different people. But so after about over a year of off and on having a logo project, and having, I guess, picked one a couple of months ago. Um, that had sort of quieted down, if that makes sense, right? So the logo was what the logo was, and there weren't people who coming and saying, "I can't, I can't stand that logo." Like, <laughs> of All course, right. if one had said that, then we'd have started searching again. But it's either that, or spend ten thousand dollars to get a logo design company to do something for you, and they're going to hire graphics designers very similar to the half dozen or so who gave me strong efforts for uh, the logo that. Uh, that I sort of worked with over the last, and none of which like were even close, right? Bridges spanning thing, and nice, you know, nothing wrong with them, but just never got uh, the the show. Uh, and I thought, you know, I thought this was, you know, community, the world, you know, all this kind of thing, uh, individual egos, but together in the world, like it just kind of worked in some some ways, and it also had a kind of um, uh, a gentleness to it that, you know, the the, the podcast is rough enough without having to. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I, I see what you mean. <laughs> Having an angry... Yeah, piece, yeah. Right? I mean, the, the, the show needs to be presented as something that is not a violence, that is not... I mean, just because otherwise, not only do we um, uh, do, do we frighten people off, but the people we don't frighten off, I'm not sure that we want to come to the website. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Having just been my anarchist cookbook, now I want to come and listen to a podcast. But I don't <laughs> so... I mean, that haven't, like, for me, the logo isn't, I know that for some people, and obviously for you, the logo is like, well, Steph just grabbed a logo and, and just went with it, right? And, right. But that really wasn't the process from my side. Like, to be, to be okay. totally honest with you, that was a long and grueling process, most of which occurred off the board, but some of which occurred on the board of people submitting and, and saying, well, maybe we could try this, or maybe we could try that, and it just never got anything that, that worked, at least for me. So then... I spent, uh, I think, a day and a half uh, trawling uh, all of the conceivable design sets I could find on the internet and then finally bought one that uh, had not been bought by anyone else. And so it just, you know, had something that, that I could live with at least for the time being. Now, is that the final one? Who knows, right? If you look at Coca-Cola's logo from early in the company's, uh, it doesn't look anything like the one today. So, or at least it doesn't look a huge amount like it. So, so it can change, but, you know, there's there's a kind of good enough, right? I mean, if you as you've seen from the if you watch the perfectionism video or listen to it, right? There's, you know, you've got a your life is short and you've got to move at some point, right? So, I could start opening up the whole, you know, let's do <laughs> another five days on logos thing, but 
uh, that's five days of podcasts and articles and outreach and all this kind of stuff and videos that I can't get done, right? So that gotcha. was, right? That, so that's just the balancing act that you have to have. Now, uh, so, so from that standpoint, there was a lot of thought and energy and time that did go into the, the, the logos. Greg and I, if we ever feel like boring the pants off, people will release that as a podcast. Spent hours up here on the salon weekend uh, trying to brainstorm to find out good quotes. Uh, and uh, it's just seems to be almost impossible. I mean, every quote you come up with doesn't capture the conversation. The one that is the closest in terms of evoking the most uh, accurate description is one that has been around since very early on in the podcast about taking the red pill versus the blue pill, right? So, so that's you know that's what we sort of went with, and and then we also wanted to make sure that people could put their own text in, right, if they wanted something else. So, so we worked pretty hard to try and get that. Uh, to be as customizable as possible, if that makes sense. So if people said, well, I don't like that tagline, then, you know, it's, it's about individualism, right? So you can make up your own and so on. So I'm, I'm, it, it may not be a great logo. It may not be the best logo. But uh, with sort of the time investment and resources that we have, it's certainly uh, by far the best that, that I could come up with, right? And uh, again, it was uh, I did quote out some logo design services, but they're pretty expensive <laughs> and, and you still don't know if you're going to get the right thing at right. the end right so so that was sort of a bird in the hand was worth two in the bush so uh right. there that doesn't answer whether it's high quality or low quality but it does sort of answer um you know was it just like oh fuck it just grab a logo and, you know and just push something out there for the hell of it right no i appreciate that because i i did think that it was more of a screw it <laughs> let's just get something all right Right, right. There's a paint splat. Let's go with that. Um, now, the um, uh, to 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 move more towards where you were coming from. Uh, okay. This was my thought process with regards to you, right? Okay. So this is specifically you, and this is where I'm a total jerk if I'm wrong. So don't hold back, obviously, if I am, right? Okay. Do you remember what you were wearing when you came up and we went uh, for, for the um, for the barbecue, and we went to breakfast at Cora's? Totally. I totally remember. <laughs> Perhaps you could describe this to the fine listeners. I had a T-shirt. Uh, let's see the logo um, on it, which I actually had never even really noticed before. It kind of just looked like uh, like sketchy artwork. Um, and we're in line. <laughs> I've been like staring at my shirt, and I look down. And uh, the only thing that was kind of apparent on it from a distance was like a, a skull, and. Um, and uh, and as we further investigated the shirt, <laughs> there was guns, needles, knives, uh, snakes. snakes. I mean, it was like it was everything, <laughs> every symbolic thing of uh, of being evil and and terrible and uh, and, and, and negative. It was an old T-shirt. It was faded, and I think it had holes around the collar. It was actually. It wasn't. It's not actually an old T-shirt. It's actually uh, one of those reproduction old-looking T-shirts that right, is, right, but it's, right, uh, right. And production. This was like. It looked like something that had been drawn like graphite on paper, or like it looked like a very sort of lead pencil kind of drawing. Right. It, it was, was very, very light. It wasn't. Uh, it's. It wasn't apparent. It wasn't like a bold kind of look at these guns kind of thing. Um, but right, yeah, but it had a worn look, look to it. Like a, uh, it looked like a t-shirt that, uh, you know, if you were a dad, that your 15-year-old son in a fit of nihilism might have jotted down, right? 
Oh, for sure. Yeah, it had a very worn, old look to it. And right. uh, so, so, um, so this uh, this was my perception of uh, your uh, your your what was quality for you, right? That was sort of the t-shirts that I'd seen you wearing, right? Uh, plural or I I don't I I, I, I don't have. <laughs> No, no, I, that, that's that's a unique T-shirt as far as my wardrobe. But I wouldn't I wouldn't argue against the fact that I wore uh, I wore clothing that was very um, like I don't know punkish, uh, kind of lame. <laughs> no, no, kinda. not lame. But it's just you like the grunge look at least at that point, right? Yeah, right. And, and uh, so yeah, my uh, I had earrings and and uh, that kind of stuff. So I um. So yeah, I, the 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 wardrobe I guess went with that kind of shirt, but that shirt was a bit, as far as you know, that was a bit much. I don't have any other shirts like that one, uh, but um, at the time I didn't. But yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> we're also wearing, and you know, pardon my ancient ignorance, but you were also wearing what looked like some sort of pajama bottoms. <laughs> yeah, I have uh, plaid shorts. Yeah, they're plaid, and they I guess they do resemble yeah, they pajama like shorts. They come with a cup of cocoa and a bunny slippers or something, right? I wish they did, but no. <laughs> look, this, this not to, I know you've prepped up a little bit since then, so this is um, your choice of clothing or anything like that. It's just that when you talk about the quality of your apparel, mm -hmm. can you see that from me having had direct experience of your apparel, it doesn't follow logically. As far, what do you mean? Um, when you're that saying that the, the FDR t-shirt is not of high enough quality, it doesn't quite follow, just for me, right? And again, this may be my ancient 41-year-old brain, but it doesn't quite follow from the choices of clothing that I've seen you in that you would say these... 100% cotton, finely woven Egyptian <laughs> cotton t-shirts uh, are not of high enough quality. Okay, I, I see what you mean. Um, I would say, I would say I, you have a point. Um, and I'm, I'm not. See, I'm not trying to dis. I'm not trying to disprove your thesis. I'm just trying to tell you what my experience is. Of, it, it's like my, me saying to you, uh, I don't like your haircut. <laughs> right, 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 and. Uh, and with our conversation um, that we had uh, in Toronto, I think – see, right now I feel that since the, the main goal of the FDR t-shirts is, um, is to generate conversation and, uh, you know, especially like kind of be the, the spokesperson when, you know, you're not out with the megaphone shouting – things about personal freedom. Um, I think the quality uh, that's that should be the the uh, the judgment for quality because because um, I, I don't know if you can compare normal civilian clothes. Uh, I mean, with your I, I I know your argument with having a neutral look. So when you're giving out a message that it doesn't conflict with what you're you know putting out. Um, and I understand that, but I think that the quality aspect for the FDR shirts is going to be more, um, more, uh, sword should be judged more based on the actual end result, which is getting a message across from people who are just looking at you 
in random places. Right. Okay. And I'm so sorry to be annoying. I just got a call from someone else. I forgot to set myself to invisible. I'll call you back in one sec. I just okay. Stop. No problem. Hi, sorry about that. I'll keep doing that every time I feel that you're about to win a point. Oh, no problem. So, <clears throat> as far as I understand it, right, so you're, you're saying that the quality of the t-shirts should be relative to the quality of the conversation, not relative to the t-shirts or the clothing as a whole that I saw you wear. Yeah, I think the criteria for judging the, uh, the t-shirts, the, for the FDR t-shirts, isn't... Um, I might be missing something, but uh, first thoughts, yeah, I would say that it's um, the, criteria, the criteria for for quality is a little different. Now, when did you join the conversation? Uh, I joined, um, let's see, uh, around early fall of 2000, um, or late summer of 2006. Right. Do you remember what the website looked at like at that point? Yeah, it was the the blue banner or oh, the bluish. The blue it wasn't the white one, which we had for a while. I don't remember the white one, to be honest, because I first found you on YouTube, and uh, and I only listened to you on YouTube, and that was about it <laughs> at first. Did you say that the production quality of the YouTube videos is very high. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, you. Got a great camera. Uh, you your quality. What's that? The ones in 2006. Oh, really? the ones in 2006? Oh, no, back then? No, just a lot different. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Yeah, a lot different than what you have now. Right. And and that obviously didn't matter too, too much to you, right? Uh, no, no, it didn't. Okay. And again, I'm just, I'm just sort of trying to, you know, if you'd been somebody who joined like really recently when I have the great mic and the great camera and the time to do it properly in home all right. But when I'm just sort of slamming together stuff in my car, you were interested in the conversation, even though clearly this is a guy yelling in a car on his way to work, right? Yeah, yeah. So from from and again, this I'm not trying to to, to to like turn you out or just I'm just telling saying from my perspective because I know you've been around for a long time. I thought you'd been around even with the ugly white website, but even if if you come in through YouTube, that's right even better in a way. Because those videos are ugly as sin. Uh, the camera's shaking. Half the time, my microphone is around my neck, and you know, <laughs> you got to crank it up to the point where I'm like yelling in your ear and stuff, right? <laughs> yes. So you um, were not put off by the quality of the appearance, but were, I guess, enamored or whatever by the quality of the content, right? Um. Yeah, I would say that. Because of my history with Ayn Rand and objectivism, since uh, since you, uh, I, I I think I remember there being something about like there was an objectivism tag in it, so that definitely sparked my curiosity enough to get through one of your YouTube videos to be impressed. Yeah, <laughs> grit my teeth and make it all the way through. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Right. So, so clearly, like there was no logo back then. I was not using a. There was just a webcam in a car, right? So and a bad microphone. Yeah. So, uh, so all I'm saying is that for you, the conversation worked beautifully, with no quality in the presentation. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, no, yeah. Little quality in the, in the package. Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, that's got to be one of the worst videos out there, the stuff that's in my car, right? So, <laughs> yeah. 
and, and of course, things are a lot better now. Production quality is, is up, and you know, audio quality is up, and uh, of course, the bandwidth uh, that, that I can afford now and the, the cheapness of it means that I can put the higher quality audio out and so on. So, uh, so I'm just, again, I'm just trying to sort of... Uh, this is sort of the way that I'm thinking, right? So right, rightly or wrongly, like I know who you are uh, and I met you and I think you're a fantastic guy, I really do. And um, uh, so when I'm sort of putting together the criticisms that you have, saying the T-shirts aren't of high enough quality when the stuff you wear is not high quality and also you got into the conversation hook, like, and sinker when the quality of everything was way lower than it is now. So, So that's hard for me. And again, this just... This could be my story, and it's hard for me to put that together, if that makes any sense. Right, right. Um, no, I, I see what you mean. Coming from me, it might not be the best criticism. Um, if would it, would it be different if it was coming from somebody who, uh, who didn't have that kind of um, past? If some, well, you know, I, someone I, who... I don't know, but let's, let's just stay with you and I, right? We'll, okay. We'll... So, so that that's sort of hard for me to, uh, to to sort of piece together, right? And so I felt, and you knew that I knew all of this, right? I mean, yes. I'm not saying sit up every day saying, "Ooh, you know, what does Steph know about me or anything?" But but you knew that uh, that I knew all about this. I also know that you've been wanting to talk to me for quite some time about your problem with appearances. Yes. Right. So I viewed this a little bit more as, Steph, I really do need to talk about this thing about appearances. Yes. And, and yeah, you're, you're right. It's not just my own, uh, I think, do you also mean my uh, problems with other people's? <laughs> well, your, your desire for physical beauty, right? Yes. I mean, do, do you, I mean, for me, I, I say, for me, these two things in you are not unrelated. I, I I can I can agree with that. I don't right. think they are either. So. Okay. Okay. Good. Um, so. So to so so anyway. So I put we we put these t-shirts out and we sort of look for a long time to find the right place that has really good quality t-shirts because a lot of them that are out there are pretty crappy, right? Right. And you know we put the we put the logo together. We we sort of mentioned uh, we asked people for taglines a little while back and that nobody and. Nobody can come up with any yet. I mean, maybe some marketing genius will sail through and set us all straight. So we put all this stuff together, and then with some fanfare, we we put them out, right? Okay. To a great indifference. Now, it's not an indifference, right? Because the people came to the website. Hundreds of people came to the website to have a look at the T-shirts. And then they got stopped by something. Yes, so yes, they did. They, it's not that they didn't want T-shirts, because otherwise we wouldn't have had any hits, right? Also, people people wouldn't have said for a year we want T-shirts. Right. So people came to the store, and they then they got stopped. Now, did they get stopped because there was a logo? Well, no, because that logo has been around for months, right? Did they get stopped because the words "free domain radio" are on the T-shirt? I hope not. <laughs> What's it going to be? Yell pizza, right? Right. Um, uh, did they get stopped because it says the logic of personal and political liberty? I don't think so, because that's been the tagline since day one. Did they get stopped because on the back of the T-shirt it says "Take the red pill," and then we tried to get something that looked like both a pill and a suppository, because I think the suppository is actually more accurate. I don't think they got stopped by that, because if they did, they could have seen, well, I can just put my own quote in, right? 
Right, right. Get stopped because the T-shirts aren't of high enough quality? Well, no. Did they get stopped because of the price? I don't think so because we're only taking a buck uh, off off of that, which we're going to put towards keeping the uh, buying a better URL from this this place. So my question was, what I was sort of trying to understand is that people are thundering over there, looking at these T-shirts, and then they're getting stopped, like they're not taking that next step. Now, it can't be because there's anything particularly surprising or shocking about the T-shirts, right? Right. It, it can't be because they're too expensive, right? It can't be all of the sort of typical reasons that you would expect. It has to be. It has to be. Something else. It doesn't matter that, or to you anyway, um, that maybe not every one of those people who came even had the set intention of buying one, but mostly just looking. Like they, sure, you well, know. Sure. Well, sure, I understand that for sure. Uh, not everyone. Some people, of course, went over there out of curiosity, uh, and of course, you don't expect when two hundred people go that you're going to sell two hundred t-shirts. You expect five thousand. No, you, you right. just. <laughs> Just, you know, know that there's going to be, you know, 50% of people who are just there for shits and giggles or whatever, right? Right. But when one person buys, right, then, then you know that something else is going on, right? You, you, just, just from my, you know, my perspective, again, this is my, this could be my total mythology, but I just I know for sure that people are going over to there and then they're getting stalled. Now, if they're getting stalled for a reason that is reasonable, if that makes sense. Right. Then what they'll say is they'll they'll come back and give feedback, right? But when people are going to go and do something that they've asked for... And vanish. <laughs> and then they don't come back and give you any reasonable reason as to why they haven't bought, then you know it's something they're not that proud of. In the in the and and people saying that they didn't like uh, <laughs> the logo and the the texture and whatnot isn't reasonable. Well, that is the logo, right? Now, right. if you if you love a band, right, and you don't like the band's logo hugely, does that mean you're never going to buy? Them? I mean, to me, that would be kind of shallow, right? Like, if you love a band but you think the logo's kind of gay, you're still going to wear the t-shirt, right? Actually, I I, uh, I would say no. I mean, I've passed over bands. I love T-shirts because they were horrible. Um, personally, I I have uh, I yeah. In my case, that's fair enough. We'll come back to the shallow side of things a little later. But yeah, <laughs> it's kind of been a surprise that the Free Domain Radio logo was on the Free Domain Radio T-shirt. Do you understand what I mean? Like if if somebody right, right, said. Right. I just, I just, I hate that fucking logo. <laughs> like, I mean, that logo, it's like somebody poking me in the eye with a blunt spear or something like that. Then they just right. wouldn't go to the website, right? Because they know that the logo is on the t-shirt. Well, I would say, what do you mean? They wouldn't go to the website? Well, it would seem unlikely. Like, if you just hate the logo, then it seems unlikely that you're going to, it, again, it's less likely that you'll go to look at a t-shirt when you know that you're not going to buy it. You hate the logo. Like, why would you waste the time? Um, I don't know if that's like a, I can see that being interpreted like that, but I think the curiosity kind of outweighs like any like preconceptions of just because you don't like the logo. I mean, I didn't like the logo. I thought it was horrible <laughs> and I still wanted to look at the shirts to see what was available. 
Right. Okay. Okay. But you you could assume that uh, if 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 everybody like if everybody hated the logo, right? That uh, that if 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 everybody hated the logo and cares so much about this conversation, right? So if people say, well, you know, that logo just doesn't capture this conversation to the point where I'm not going to put it on my body, right? Right. Then you'd think, given that this logo is everywhere now that people would have told me more about that when it comes to the website. Yeah, some people like the logo, some people didn't like the logo. You can't please everyone, right? But that logo is everywhere, right? So it seems odd that when it comes to putting it on their body, people would kick up a fuss about a logo when they wouldn't, when, the, say, the website was being redesigned or the logo was going out everywhere else or whatever, right? I'm not saying you didn't. I know you didn't like the logo because you get the United Way thing from the beginning, but... Um, again, it's just sort of my my perspective of things, right? That the people said, okay, I can live with the logo. Some people liked it, some people didn't. I would say the majority of people liked it the most of the logos that we had come up with over the last year, or maybe right. a little bit more than a year. So it can't be that the logo that most people have approved of uh, through the conversation, or at least haven't said, oh my God, you put that goddamn thing on the website? It's a virus, get rid of it, or whatever, right? It can't be that suddenly they see it on a t-shirt and it becomes a bit abhorrent to them. Does that Does that make sense? Right, I see what you're saying. It's because there's a kind of ego identification with with themselves and the logo, and not so much it just being a something on the website. Well, what I'm saying is that, it, and let's just say you personally, right? Okay. If you were like, this logo fucks this whole thing up so much, I can't even, like, I won't even put it on my body, right? And because I care so much about the FDR conversation, then. Why wouldn't you make more of a fuss about it going on the website and everywhere else? Um, I, I did at first when you first picked it out. I, I think I, I think you remember I, I said something about it. But um, I mean I didn't care so much. I didn't. I honestly don't care that much about the logo. Like as far as like what it is, um, it is frustrating because of what it reminds me of. Um, that's really a- frustrating for me. <laughs> You actually tried to find this logo from the United Way. You didn't have any luck. Is that right? I found uh, – we found ones that were – like, I don't know, because when I mentioned it looks like the United Way, a lot of people said, yeah, it does. And then when I went to look, the United Way logo is a bit different, but there were ones that were associated with it, like Habitat for Humanity, that had that same three people with little eyes and holding hands kind of thing. And uh, so, yeah, it's, it, it is weird that – the United Way logo isn't like you know like a facsimile of it, but it is for some reason just kept reminding me of uh, the United Way, and right. I don't know if people come to the Free Domain Radio website, they're gonna see that logo, right? So even if you were to write up your own Ricky Von Ricky business card with Free Domain Radio and no logo, right? Because you hate the logo so much. Right. The first thing that people are gonna see when they come to the website you're telling them about is the logo, right? So whether they see it on your T-shirt or whether you drive them to the website in some other manner, they're going to get their eyes poked out with that logo, no matter what, right? Right. Well, eyes poked out, I don't know about that. But <laughs> you know, like, the, it, yeah. if, if you say, I can't stand this website, sorry, I can't stand this logo to the point where I won't um, wear it on my body, then that's be- and you're saying that it's not due to the quality of T-shirts regards to you, but with regards to the conversation. But with regards to the conversation, first people, first thing people are going to see anyway is the logo, right? So again, I'm just like in my own mind, this was sort of my reasoning pattern, right? It's like if people hate the logo, it's right there on the website. 
right? No matter right. what you do, if they tell people, if they tattoo it on their forehead, if they, you know, whatever, they skywrite it, first thing people are going to do is come and see the logo, right? Yeah, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that, like, I, I, I know what you mean that because, like, when I say that I don't, I, I see what you're getting at. I, I'm getting, like, a better understanding of, uh, of it because when I say I don't want to wear it because I think it's low quality, um, I'm making a judgment for other people as well. Well, no, it's it's that it's on the website anyway, right? So let's say that we had no logo, right, and a T-shirt that you love, and you and you you know you people went to the website and there was no logo on the T-shirt. They're going to see the logo anyway, whether it's on your body or on the website. So if they're the kind of person. Like if, if you say this logo will diminish the Freedom Aid Radio conversation, right? Right. Well, does it matter if it's on your T-shirt or on the website? Uh, no, no, I, I, I don't think you're right. It doesn't matter. Um, I don't, I don't think I ever said that. Like other than it being ugly, I don't think it ever said it would. I ever said it would deter people. Um, I did give my own opinion that I didn't like looking at it. Well, you did say that the quality of the T-shirts was not up to the standard of the conversation, if I understood that rightly. Yeah, I, I, I expressed that in the, in the sense that I think it was um, – I don't think there was a lot of effort put into um, the creative aspect of it, the, the striking or uh, – I mean like good advertisement should be. It didn't seem very, um, and I know you said you put a lot of effort into it. So, like, yeah, they of course they can evolve, um, become better over time, like you know the rest of the website has. And um, well, sorry, and let me just let me just sort of explain to you what I mean. Okay. So if um, uh, if if you show a picture, let's go to shallow Ricky, right? So if you show a picture, if you, someone shows you a picture of a girl and she's like four miles of bad road, right? Just not not a tip off, right? <laughs> and then he says, well, I want you to go out with her, but don't judge her by the photo, right? Okay. You're not going to say, well, I'm sure she's really good looking in person then, right? <laughs> Probably not. Right now, whether when you and I have that chat, whether you'll end up going out with her, I don't know. But but um, whether like if, if you're going to meet the girl, the picture means something, right? And if you don't like the picture, then you're probably not going to like the portrait, and then you're not going to like the look of the person, right? Right. Right, so um, if, if the logo is negative to the conversation as a whole, then it doesn't matter whether it's on your body or on the website. Like if you're handing out a picture of an ugly girl, then the shallow guys aren't going to want to go out with her, right? Oh, all right. I see what you're getting at. Right, so, so the issue is, is not so much the logo, it's the logo and you. Right. The logo, more specifically, on you. Yes. Yes. Okay. I, I, Look, I would. That doesn't mean that the logo... I'm not trying to make you believe that the logo is great. You can hate the logo until you draw your last breath. I mean, that's fine with me. I'm just trying to sort of step you through what my thinking was prior to the podcast, right? Which doesn't mean that it's right, and it, this, is just, just, this is sort of where I was where I was coming from, right? No, no, I don't think you're wrong either. I, 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 I never said that it doesn't apply to me 100%. I... I um, I do want to talk to you more about that. I could be wrong, right? And and I, that, oh, right. that's what I mean. Like I'm, I'm, I, I don't think that I'm wrong, but 
what the hell I've been wrong before, even when I've been certain of things, right? So, so, um, so, so that was sort of my issue, right? That 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 a whole bunch of people came to like saying, Steph, for God's sakes, give us T-shirts, or we're going to kill our firstborn, or something like that, right? And and yes, they say okay to the logo and and so on, right? Mm-hmm. And then they come to the website, and then it's like, <laughs> you know, everything comes to a a crashing halt, right? Right. And so, of course, you say that there was no curiosity, but I don't think that's the case because I did ask on the, I mean, I didn't sort of sit there and say, why aren't you bastards buying the T-shirts? Because I didn't know. But I was monitoring the board very closely for responses to the T-shirts. Right? So people said, well, we want hoodies. Okay, we'll give you hoodies. People said, well, I'd like a different color. Let's give you different colors. I'd like to be able to put my own text on. Great. We'll get you the ability to put your own text on, right? Right. And then what happened? Didn't affect too much. Nobody bought any t-shirts, right? right. Stand, right? Then I know that people are not being honest with me. Right. I um. I do wonder though, because the, the but the entire criticism of the not buying the t-shirts, you know, went as far as uh, like not being in the conversation or not living your values. Um, no, and, no, it wasn't so much the sorry, and I'm I'm God God help me if you quote me back and I'm wrong. But but what I remember of the podcast is more that y- you can live the conversation in your own life just for you, right? And that doesn't mean you're not talking to people and so on, right? But there's something else entirely about going out there and being proactive in the world about the conversation, right? Right. So, like the next step was getting off our asses and going out into the world, right? So it wasn't so much, I wasn't saying you all are hypocrites, right? What I was saying is that this is a scary next step, right? And we need to talk about it. And the way that I know that people need to talk about it is they're feeding me all this stuff about the t-shirts, right? Because they're saying, well, if the t-shirts are like this, we'll buy them. Okay, they're like this. Nothing, right? Okay. (laughs) Well, if we get more colors, we'll buy them. Okay, here are more colors. (laughs) Right? Nothing happens, right? So then I know that people are resistant to buying the T-shirts. And it's got nothing to do with the logo. And it's got nothing to do with the type of fabric. And it's got nothing to do with whether it's got a drawstring in the hoodie or 5G strings come with every baseball cap. I know. I just know. And this not because I wasn't curious and not because I didn't ask people questions, right? But I just knew that it was something else. And it couldn't be because people really didn't like this conversation because... They're here, right? They're on podcast 920. I know that you all love this conversation, right? And so I also know that I'm being fed a whole load of malarkey about why people aren't buying the T-shirts. So everyone's coming, and then they're getting stopped. And then I say, well, how come? And they give me all these answers, uh, and then we conform to those answers, and they still don't buy. And then they give us more answers, and we conform to those answers, and they still don't buy. Right? So I I just know. I mean, that, that has to be that there's something else that's going on that people aren't proud of, that they want to get somewhere, but they're kind of stuck. Now, can it be that, like, at least with myself, I wouldn't say that, um, I wouldn't say that you're incorrect with, you know, uh, that I, I have issues in, in regard to, um, <laughs> shallowness and stuff like that. Lord, uh, oh. <laughs> <Don't> you... <laughs> yeah, and, um, so yeah, I, I with myself I wouldn't say 
that you're you're wrong in that respect. What what the main and I could that that could be where a lot of my anger or upsetness came from, but um, but there are also other implications in the podcast about the the t-shirt thing, and because it was it was more or less not buying the t-shirt equals not living your values if you're an, a what's next person. No, no, and again, I'm sorry. I'm totally sorry if I if I came across that way, and I don't mean that in any kind of weasley way. Well, I well, I think you did come across that way, and I, and I didn't, I didn't, I I felt weird giving you the benefit of the doubt that you didn't come across that way because it was so, um, you know, I could be wrong. I could be, I could be wrong too, but um, that when you say that because people are getting stopped by a logo. And uh, or uh, their aesthetic preference or whatever that you want me to feel this conversation is unimportant, and that's what you said. You want me to feel this conversation is unimportant, and I thought that was a really really big stretch. Which you know I want, like I said, I can I can have this problem with shallowness, and it could be coming out because of you know the T-shirts. That that could be a factor, but to stretch it to this conversation is unimportant, and. Um, I remember that, and I will stick by that, although I could, again, be completely talking out of my armpit, right? But what I mean by that is if, uh, if, if, if some girl says, oh, Ricky, <laughs> you are the best guy ever. Like, you are just the most fantastic, sexiest mofo on the planet, right? Okay. And you say, great, let's go for dinner. And she says, no, I, I kind of have to grout my bathroom. <laughs> Well, then I wouldn't take what she said very seriously. Right. And so you'd ask her, well, can you get someone else to go out to your bathroom? And then, and then she'd say, well, no, I have to, you know, I've got this, uh, I've got to clean out my shoe closet down in the basement. or Whatever, right? I mean, she just comes up with stuff as to why. Or she says, well, you know, if you part your hair on the left, I'll definitely want to go out with you. Right. I mean, I, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. The end of that conversation. But as far as like the the t-shirt preference goes, um, I'm sure that like with the way I dressed before, um, I mean, you, you wouldn't you wouldn't prefer someone <laughs> that you you liked or that you wanted to date to. You know, wear something revealing, or you know, be slutty in some respects, and that is a preference in a lot of ways. But it shows something. But what I mean, though, is with uh, with in terms of the not buying the T-shirts equals this. I, I I still feel like it's a preference for somebody to wants to wear an FDR T-shirt without it having any implications. No. It can have Im- implications, and I think it does in in my uh, in my personal life. Um, but I don't think the implications can be stretched as far as um, thinking the conversation is unimportant. Because if uh, if before the T-shirts were were available and the end result was talking about FDR and bringing you know people into the conversation. Then, is that not possible 
you know, I mean, I, I certainly felt like I was doing that long before the t-shirts were even available. And now that they're available because I didn't jump on it or I had some problem with it aesthetically, that it cancels out everything I've done before that. Well, no, I mean, that's, I am not saying that everybody has been, you know, quavering before a cliff edge for a year, right? And of course, I have huge respect. And I did say that to the people who've donated and have worked respect what people have done before but let me ask you these questions then if you don't mind yes how many people have you brought into the conversation um that have decided to actually post and stuff well who've stayed and donated who stayed and donated uh i would say none and that's well tell me what you think of that but that's that doesn't make sense to me because uh, the T-shirt thing it doesn't always mean you're going to ever, any, you know, I mean, I could wear a T-shirt every day with FDR on it for the rest of my life. And it doesn't mean I'm going to bring someone in who has donated or has oh, done anything productive. It absolutely means that. Why? Well, it's just a matter of, this just, I mean, you probably don't know this, right? Because you've not been a sales and marketing guy, but this is just a numbers game, right? Uh, all forms of advertising is just a numbers game, right? So there's a reason why people show the same two ads during 60 minutes for six months, right? Because repetition is all that matters. The first time somebody sees an ad, they don't even remember it. Second time, maybe they remember the color of the logo if you quiz them deeply or something, right? It takes 10 to 15 impressions for somebody to remember anything. Right, right. but you just said uh, earlier that, I mean, this is exact quote that, one in a thousand people might respond to the conversation, might have any inkling to do anything with it. One in a thousand. Exactly. That's why uh, exposure is so important. Right? You said that you've been working to keep people in, to get people into the conversation. You said, I have five people in my email, in my email list, right? Right. But it doesn't, I don't think that has to do with, I mean, the fact whether you have somebody who is talking to 20 people a week about it or somebody's talking to hundreds, um, I, I don't, I mean, other than the one person being more productive in that sense, I don't think um, you can imply that one is more uh, less courageous or brave than the other one because they're not pursuing it um, in the same exact manner. Well, but... Um um, there are plenty of times, obviously, where you're not talking about free domain radio, right? Oh, yeah. Where for some mysterious reason, <laughs> other topics become more important. Don't ask me how that could happen. I'm just kidding, right? But, but there will be plenty of times where you're just walking down the street, right? Right. And um, with a T-shirt on, you're doing something productive to the conversation, right? Yes. And if you don't have the T-shirt on, then you're not. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, say that you've got to wait 24-7. God knows I'd like to, but, uh, uh, but <laughs> what I'm saying is that if you, all other things being equal, this is icing on the cake, right? Wearing an FDR t-shirt? Sure. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a very simple, simple thing to do. And I think it is, I think it's a great thing to do. Um, I still think it's preference, though. But this doesn't mean that that talking to people is now worthless. 
that's a false dichotomy, right? So you're, you're trying to put me into this place where it's like, oh, so if you're not wearing a T-shirt, you're doing nothing? And that's not what I'm saying, right? But in the podcast, you, you, I mean, you, you gave that kind of equation that not buying T-shirts. I never said that you, the only way you can help FDR is, is to buy a T-shirt because otherwise why would I be asking for emails? Or why would I be helping people with conversations that they're having with other people in their lives? Yeah, that's that's fine. I understand that, but that's not how you put it in the podcast. So in the podcast, and I'll, I'll listen to this if I have to, in the podcast I said the only thing you can do to, for the conversation is to wear a t-shirt, not buy a book or have conversations with people or give me your email addresses or anything like that. The only thing that you can do for the conversation is to wear a t-shirt and anything else is completely futile. No, you didn't have to say that though. I, I don't think. I mean, I could be wrong, but when you say that, um, when you say that, when three hundred people don't uh, go to the the the. Hello? Oh, I just lost your. Oh, you're back. Sorry, okay. I just lost audio for a sec. Go ahead. Um, I think when you you put it in an, in a kind of equation form, you didn't give all the. All the jargon about covering the bases or anything, but um, you did say that the fact that the T-shirts were selling, that you know, that you want me to know that blah blah. Hold on, <laughs> ever been down? Um, be a good way of putting it, actually. No, I think blah blah. What I do remember saying was something like. If you're not, since you're not buying the T-shirts, you want me to feel angry and frustrated, and you also want me to feel that the conversation is less important. And I know that it's not less important. So here we have a paradox to work with, and here's how I'm going to try and work it out, right? Yeah, it was well. I think you you said once you get your personal life together and um, vulnerability, and you know, it's like the what's next kind of thing. And then I think you said um, you <laughs> you said it funny. I, you know what you know, and I know that you know. And so you you um the reason that I know you know is you're not buying T-shirts. About yeah, I right. Stand by that. And what I'm saying is that there is something that needs to be done that we all know needs to be done. And what's been happening so far is that people have been asking me to do it uh, by giving me donations, right? And what that is is going out and advertising and and being uh, communicating openly about this conversation outside this conversation. Does that make sense? Yeah, I I, I do have a question though that I'm not sure on, and I'd like to hear your take. What if somebody doesn't? have a what next? What if they have done all those things, they've gotten the bad people out of their life, worked with vulnerability, and they're not really concerned with a what next? What if they, they've found that happiness? I mean, if happiness is the is the goal, and um, you don't have any positive ob obligations, of course, um, what if a person doesn't have a real desire to to <laughs> you know solicit this stuff? What if they're very content and happy with... Uh, the friends and um, you know the family that you know they've acquired through it. Well, I I certainly understand that, and I think that's a great place to be, and I don't have any problems, and I think that people can get to that place and can enjoy that for a while. But 
the problem, as I have said from the very beginning, the challenge with this philosophy or with philosophy as a whole is that if you keep studying it, at some point you become an expert. And what that means is instead of just reading some books on nutrition, you've now become a nutritionist. Right. And, and certainly by the time people have gotten into the three, four hundreds, they're, they're in that area, right? In some respects, yeah. And certainly by the time they get higher up than that and have, by the time you've touched UBB, I mean, you're toast, right? I mean, you're completely host, right? And so the difference is that in a world of plague, somebody cannot study to be a doctor and not work to heal people and be happy in the long run. I mean, you can make yourself healthy and you should enjoy that health for a while. But in the back of everyone's brain is knowing two things. One is that they now know how to heal other people and that the world needs healing. And two, that if they don't, the future ain't going to be too pretty. I would, I don't know, I, I, I see what you're saying. I don't know if I, um, if I fully understand the altruism I having... Kind of well, I th I, th I do think it is altruistic in, in one sense to feel because you know something, you have to share it. Uh, I would say that's altruism. I mean, I know you're saying that you're not going to feel happy unless you're doing it, which which isn't self-sacrificing, but... You can um, feel happy. You just... You know... Like, obviously, as I said, if you could snap your fingers and make the world rational, you'd do it, Right. <laughs> yeah, I'd hope so. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I'd do it for you. Grab right. your hand, right? <laughs> so, all other things being equal, you would much rather the world be a healthier and rational place, right? Yes. You would be happier in that world, right? Even happy. I'm not saying you're unhappy now, but you would be happier in that world. Oh, yeah, it'd be much more enjoyable. Right. I mean, you, you, you wouldn't be dating you know, crazy elfish women or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is the draw you at least used to. Um, so you, you would, and of course, you wouldn't be paying any taxation and you would have uh, voluntary DRO associations and you would have had an infinitely better education and you wouldn't have been exposed to religion and there would be no wars. I mean, that is a world that we could be pretty happy to help to whatever degree we can to create. Right. Right? Yes, and... Um... You're you're completely right, but I don't think uh, I don't think that is enough of a criteria to uh, and hint at or imply any positive obligation on people who do know. Well, I haven't said anything about positive obligation though. Well, yeah, but I think you I I feel like you imply it when you um when you at least kind of put down the people who aren't uh, going out and doing those things. Um, it, it, see, it seems like it seems like a positive obligation. Like, no, it's at least from the right. It's 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 all about choices and consequences, right? Like, if you smoke, then you might get cancer, right? I mean, just identifying that is not. Uh, um, I mean, that's not causing it, right? And so, if people, as they do complain a lot about the state of the world, right? And they say, God, I wish the world was more rational. I can't believe how irrational people there are. I can't believe how many crazy people there are in the world. And I can't believe the taxes. And do you know George Bush is doing this? And there's lots of people complaining about 
the sick people in the world, right? And they themselves are doctors, right? That's right. why I use the AIDS metaphor, right? Now, so all I'm saying is that you can't complain if you have the cure and it's too much to wear a T-shirt. Then you can't complain about the state of the world. I'm not saying there's a positive obligation. You don't have to wear – you can wear nothing if you want, right? But if you don't wear a T-shirt or, as I said, it doesn't have anything to do with FDR T-shirt, whatever it is that you feel is going to make the world healthier, then you can't complain. I mean, that, then it's just silly, right? Because then you're complaining that everyone's sick and you've got the cure and you're too lazy to hand it out, even if it, that just means wearing a T-shirt. Like if it's too much work to wear a T-shirt, to, to spend 10 bucks and to wear a T-shirt, if that's too much work for you, then clearly the health of the world means less than that to you. And again, I don't mean <laughs> – that's not misogynistic. It's not like a free, a free domain radio T-shirt will end war, but it's something, right? Yeah, but it's a very linear way of putting it too. Go on. Well, it's uh, I think it's a bit more dynamic than that. Like, um, when you say that, like I I remember this with you know the objectivism and Rand stuff. Uh, as far as can you measure love? Um, <laughs> and she says that yeah, you can based on like if you say you you know you love somebody and um. And they ask you to rub their back or something, and you say not right now, and you have no real reason. Then you love them as much as, you know what I mean, is uh, is is what you're willing to do. Right. You you value them as much as you're willing to do. Right. And that's that's a I think that's a linear way of putting it. I think it has I think it does imply some important things, but um, I think that I don't think you can you can. I don't think it works like that. I don't think you can say, uh, like, once the T-shirts come out, that if people aren't, aren't getting them, that it's like a. I mean, it's like if you put out buttons for ninety-nine, you know, for a few pennies. That doesn't mean, you know, it's a small thing and it's easy to do. You can wear a button at any time of the day, but I wouldn't say that the people who aren't getting them um, means anything substantial. I mean, it can, but I still it still seems like a linear way of looking at it. Like, uh, well, it's measurable, right? I mean, I I don't know everybody's mindset, but I do know their actions, right? Yeah, I feel like the the T-shirts for a lot of people is a step. It's not a step back, but if you're gonna put it in the linear way, I think it's it's much further behind the things that people are doing. From F FDR, I think it's uh. That true for you? The T-shirt thing? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I feel. I feel the the stuff that I've done, um. With you know with philosophy and the changes in my life have been. Uh, oh yes, I understand that. Sorry, but it's not. This is this is the part of the conversation that libertarians just hate, and I did too, right? So I mean, this is like this is my. It's when it's no longer just about you, right? That's. That's part of the conversation that libertarians and, and the T-shirts fundamentally is about other people. It's not about you. Right. Right. And that's where libertarians feel resentful because the, every time in the past where libertarians or anyone has been asked to do something for other people for a larger cause, it's always been exploitive, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know much about libertarians. I never even 
Like I, I was never. Uh, it's not like you know, ask what you can do for your country and you know do something. For oh your, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. And like it's, every time that you're asked to do something for a collective idea, it's exploitive, right? Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, and I, I yeah, okay. Um, you mean do I feel that way? No, what I mean is that I think that uh, libertarians reject this kind of collective concept, right? And they say, well, you know, because because we're asked to cut down our carbon emissions for the sake of the world, and we're asked to recycle for the sake of the world, and we're asked to serve our country, and we're asked to, like, all of this kind of stuff. Every time somebody comes up with a positive obligation or any kind of obligation to a collective, it's always about exploiting the individual, right? Serve, you know, be excellent in your job is always about work for no pay, right? Okay, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, yes. So it's hard for people to listen to somebody saying, it's not about you, it's about others, and not hear some sort of horrible religious quagmire, right? Or statist quagmire, or some sort of collective thing, right? Yeah, I, I do. <laughs> we might be on to something right now. Because um, I did I did have like a weird creeped out feeling at some parts of the podcast. <laughs> I know, I know. I, it's a totally I, sensitive podcast, so go on. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, got a, I got a creeped out feeling a few times when it was like the Save the World talk. <laughs> and, sure. um, and like I, I do, I do want the world to be a better place. And I thought, um, and I don't know, like I... I f like in my head a few times I from what you've talked about before with um with how the world is going to to change and it was always a very personal thing you know fix your own life go for your own happiness and the rest is going to come together and now it seems like it's a um a, a, a more positive proactive approach to to it, which I I'm not sure I have discomfort with because I don't I um I think that's I think it's a good thing, but I still f feel it's you're not leaving room for your earlier uh your earlier approach to saving the world. Well, but the the earlier approach was not about saving the world; it was about saving yourself, right? But yeah, which which you equated with will change the world sure it, it, it is what is uh, it, it is what is required to change the world right right like you have to you have to be healthy yourself you have to be able to swim before you can go and save people right so the first thing you got to do is learn how to swim if you want to then be a lifeguard or whatever right right and so once you know how to swim and everyone's drowning once you're aware of the fact that everyone's drowning and you know how to swim, you can't be happy in the long run by just sitting there on the shore going, well, there goes another one down. Hey, look, there's another kid drowning. Oh, look, there's somebody else drowning over there. I think you should um, explore that further because I think, I, I mean, with myself, it's, a, it's an interesting – I've never heard that before. I've never heard that you, you can't be happy without uh, going out there and doing something. That's it's kind of new to me, and and I think I think it's worth like if you'd like to talk about more because I'm not sure I get the entire implications of it. Oh, you um, get the implications. That's why you didn't buy a T-shirt. 
What, what do you mean? Like, I'm interested now, like, in that. Like, what, what do you mean? Yeah. What, what, the last hour. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, God's sakes, you said something that was interesting. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, 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 like you said, yeah, I do know. But, um... Okay, let, let's 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 just go with the the emotional side of things, right? Because you know we've got already enough intellect in this show. Okay. <laughs> so you buy a T-shirt. Okay. And it comes in the mail, and right. you put it on, <laughs> and you walk out of your house down the street. How Very do you sexy. Feel? Um, are you asking me to play along? Yeah, yeah. Like, like p- you, picture you myself. In your mind's eye, you're walking down the street. With that logo, like an evil third nipple coming out of the middle of your chest. And you walk <laughs> down with freedom and radio, logic of personal and political liberty, take the red pill, or I took the red pill, or whatever, right? And you're walking down the street. How do you feel? Um, okay. I'll, I'll go ahead and presume it's going to be a, a busy street. Um, Thank you, yes. <laughs> you're welcome. Uh... I don't know. I feel I feel okay. I, I I feel fine. I I never said I never said I wouldn't buy a t-shirt. I did bitch about it. <laughs> I haven't um. But how would I feel in, in my head right? Wow, with you, I just called you bitch ugly. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no, how how would I feel? I uh. Wow, with you anymore? Sorry, go on. <laughs> uh, I would feel um. Okay, since it's a new thing, I just got the T-shirt, and it's new. I'm not used to it yet, so I would feel uh, I would feel anxious in the sense of who's gonna notice. I guess I would be paying more attention to people's eyes as they pass me to see if they're checking it out. All right, um, so you line up at Starbucks, and some guy says to you, "Take the red pill." What the hell does that mean? Um, <laughs> I would uh, I would tell him. That Freedom Main Radio is a philosophy show, and uh, I'd probably ask him some questions to see exactly where to take the conversation, I guess. And then he says, so what, you're saying that we're all in the Matrix, like, and you guys have the answer? Well, why don't you give me one of the answers that helps me out of the Matrix, then? Uh, I would probably... I always like using the the government doesn't exist metaphor because it's kind of simple to get across and it's kind of a shock for most people. And uh, I'd, I'd probably give them the, the uh, what you talked about before about how science is not about the study of the obvious, but it's about what's not obvious, like um, the, uh, <laughs> the sun uh, or the, or the sun rotating around the earth and such things like that, and then um, I'd probably bring it into the realm of philosophy about how philosophy does the same thing, about how a lot of the things that seem obvious aren't quite uh, what they seem to be. And how do you feel during the course of that conversation? Uh, excited. I'd, I would feel pretty excited to be having the conversation. Okay. Do you know why I don't believe you? Why? Because if somebody said that you could have exciting conversations about philosophy for the price of a $10 t-shirt, <laughs> are you telling me that the first thing you do is complain about that t-shirt? 
right? Um, it doesn't. Again, I'm just. I know you believe what you're saying, but it doesn't jive with your actions, if that makes sense. I would. I yeah, don't know. Me, sorry. What What happened to the to the friends that you tried to, or the people that in your life that you tried to get into the conversation? Um, one of them is still a podcast listener and lurker. Um, who I talk, you know, with stuff about too. He's still working on stuff. Um, I don't like really hang out with him, but I do. I do uh, talk to him about stuff uh, when he when he wants to. Um, and. Uh, and my sister Stacy has been doing pretty pretty well. She hasn't uh, she hasn't she listens to the podcast and stuff on the way to work, but she hasn't got involved with the the board or anything. Um, and you know, she, you know, we you have my nephew with it now, so I uh, I wanted her to know that you know since she has a a new one coming along, that it's important that she know where to go with it. So, um, but I mean, most, most people that I do talk to about it don't, don't want anything to do with it or they think I'm crazy or something. And, but how do you experience that? How do I feel when I experience that? Yeah. Well, what is your experience of that? Like when people are giving you the thousand yard stare or that you've got foliage coming out of your forehead. <laughs> I don't know. I, I associate a lot of humor with it. So I never... I've never really gotten sad about it. Um, yeah, you know, I, I honestly, I've never really had a uh, like. It's a bummer. It's disappointing. I won't lie. It can be very disappointing. But I don't. You know, it's like if somebody didn't believe me that two plus two equaled four, I, I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't cry my eyes out or anything. Um, and I still have that approach with it because uh, when people don't respond to it kindly or they. They throw me in the loony category. It doesn't really bother me too much, or at all. But it's not something that you would uh, seek out, right? I mean, is that right? I don't prefer it. Um, no, I don't prefer it. But okay. So, and again, I'm just sorry to just to be nitpicking guy, but you said that you would find the conversation with the guy in Starbucks exciting, but that you'd prefer not to seek these things out. Oh no, no, no. I I mean, I wouldn't seek out the disappointment. I wouldn't be like. <laughs> Let's go be disappointed today at people. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't have qualms about that. I don't, I don't worry so much. I mean, you, like you got to remember, like with my Jehovah's Witness background, I mean, I was knocking on people's doors for a large part of my life as a young kid. That can't be a good, good set of memories. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. I mean. Like, if I put myself back in those shoes, I thought I was doing some amazing, wonderful thing, and it took a lot of courage to to knock on people's doors and mouth off some Bible crap to them. But, um, and then you know, you had all the rejection associated with that. So um, there, and again, isn't there a little bit something that's not wildly dissimilar wearing not a Watchtower T-shirt but an FDR T-shirt? Dissimilar? Um, I mean, there's some similarities, right? In that well, put forward truth that most people would just like not believe or would roll their eyes or whatever, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, they're, they're similar in that sense. The funny thing is, though, um, I would always get yelled at by the people, the they're called elders in the congregation about how I would dress outside of the kingdom because <laughs> I would dress very. Uh, they called it worldly. 
they called the way I dress worldly, like in a, like you're trying to look like other people in the world or something. And, um, they didn't like that so much, but I mean, like, cause I, I did buy, I did buy, hello? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I, you cut out for a sec there, but you're back. Oh, you know what it is? My Logitech thing has a mute button on the wire and I keep hitting it. I'm sorry. Um, no, but I, I did buy a bunch of on truth books from you. Yes. They, I think I have two left on my own copy and one other. And, uh, the others have been given out to people that I still, I still, you know, talk to uh, uh, about it. A lot of them, a lot of them liked it, and a lot of them thought it was crazy, crazy, crazy talk. Right. And uh, and so I'm gonna make them give me the book back. <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, like I mean, I don't, I wouldn't have got those those books if I if I had a fear of of talking about. Um, you know, philosophy with people. I, I think, personally, I, I think that I, I'm, I'm pretty good at communicating it um, with people uh, that I talk to. I, I usually don't fumble too much with the conversation. Um, I, I can usually talk to them in a pretty, pretty curious, open way um, without, you know, striking too many defense mechanisms, but you always end up hitting one of them along the way, but uh, I don't know. Like when I, when I I know you like when you give me the analogy about how would I, how would I feel if the conversation did arise from the t-shirt? Um, like I do I do still think that like I would have an excitement. Like I always have an excitement when I talk to people about philosophy for the first time, which is why I bring it up a lot with people, even when it's not called for. Like I somehow pull it out of my ass to talk about philosophy because I do love talking about it and um and I always I I like I never I never voice stuff like it's my own opinion um I definitely give you the respect of holding the podium uh in that regard and you know because you're more than qualified for it not many people can say they've had 20 years of uh going over this stuff in their head and um yeah, even when you don't want to. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and uh, so I definitely, I, in, in that sense, I mean, I have trouble equating what I've actually done and what I do with the T-shirts and that meaning, like, that canceling out what I've been doing. Like, I, 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 still, I still have trouble putting the two together because I'm not lying that... Like I mean, I, I I understand that I I have personal appearance problems. Um, I've got through like you know with the way I dress. I, I certainly dress a lot different than I used to, and um, and I still have problems with you know with attraction and that kind of thing. So um, I do think we're hitting some sore spots with me in in this in this conversation. But I still I still have weird qualms about the implications. That that you're making. Yeah, I mean, my my experience with the T-shirt was I'm 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 glad they're out. I ordered like I don't know, I can't remember a hell of a lot, uh, because I want to be able to wear them at the gym. I want to be able to wear them at the mall, and I want to be able to wear them and go for lunch. I even want to be able to wear them when I'm out screaming at the sidewalk doing podcasts, uh, because I'm really looking forward to people stopping and ask. Like I couldn't wait to get my hands on them, right? Because I want 
people to ask me, and even if they're not asking me, I want them to see the T-shirt, right? Right. And, uh, and so for me, it was just like, like I don't care. They could be made of, you know, rat's feet and, you know, like neon, right? As long as it's uh, uh, not too itchy and, and it'll get people to see the website, right? That that was my sort of experience of it. And I know Greg ordered a bunch of it too and, and so on, right? But uh, and that to me is genuine enthusiasm for, for something, right? Right, right. I, I... So what you're telling me about what would happen for you when you have the T-shirt on is not the same as your actions, right? Now, you mean inaction, or yeah, me? Like, okay. Inaction. You uh, were negative about the T-shirts uh, and didn't order any. I was, I was, yeah, I was disappointed. I haven't ordered any yet. I was, <laughs> I, I have to ask you this though. Um, <laughs> are, are you slightly the bit worried that people are going to put retarded stuff <laughs> on, the, on the T-shirts that <laughs> are sporting around FDR? No, I, I don't. I think I think people have pretty good judgment. Uh, it certainly could be true that I hope so. Li I forum or something might might put uh, it's a cult or something like that. <laughs> right. But people could do that anyway, right? I mean, if people are really keen on it, and you know, it, 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 all the people that those people know, uh, I don't want them to come to the site anyway. So. Anyway, no. Okay, gotcha. Um, no, no. I I do want to get a T-shirt. I was disappointed in the overall like presentation. Honestly, it wasn't gonna keep me one, keep me from buying one and wearing one. I just, I just bitched about it a little bit because I was, I wasn't as impressed, so to speak. Oh, but, but this is this is part of what I'm trying to to uh, to get people to understand. And I've had this conversation with another a number of other people who've been around for a while. Uh huh. Your opinion means a lot. I know this is shocking, but your longevity in the conversation and your mm -hmm. opinion means a lot. You are an elder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. I understand what, what you mean. Right. So when you come and you say that uh, basically the T-shirts the, the t suck, right, that has an effect on people. That just struck a chord with me, dude. Uh, I'm and, and and it's it's I had the same conversation and I'm not even going to go in with who right but it's right. the same conversation, right? There's a reason that you posted this publicly. There's a reason that you didn't send me an email or Greg an email or talk. There's a reason that you posted this publicly. Yeah. Um, that. That, that struck a big chord with me, like right now, as far as how I'm feeling at the moment, in the moment. Uh, I'm I'm feeling a lot different right now. That that I don't know. That kind of feels like the culmination of a lot. Uh, what do you what do you what do you think about the the posting it publicly? Well, tell me what you feel. My mind, I think, doesn't matter. What what are you feeling? Um. Oh. How do I feel about that, or how do I feel at the moment? You said you got a feeling. Oh yeah, I feel. Uh, I feel. I feel bad. <laughs> Honestly, I feel bad. I do now that like I. I have like a. Um, 
like I feel if I could go back and and not do that, I would. And um, I'm trying to to formulate exactly why I feel uh, that just really, really made the whole thing seem like not a big deal at all. Like I mean, the 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 t-shirts not being like my whole approach to it being um, not done well or being uh, <laughs> like that seems like a very nil reason to 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 bring up like what I had said in the beginning of the conversation about uh them not being well done and and bitching about all that now like that suddenly feels very uh lame you are i mean look you are one of the better looking people on the board People know that you have a real sense of style, right? Right. And people have also seen a picture of your sister. Mm-hmm. Who's not the ugliest slice of white bread in the bin, right? <laughs> right. Right. So, and, and you have a, uh, a coolness to you. I mean, this, this is just from my observation, right? As somebody who couldn't – you couldn't pay me enough to get cool attached to me in orbit, right? But, but you have a, a kind of coolness to you, right? I mean, this my. I mean, right? Yes, I do. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Yes, I can't believe it took you this long to mention. It, but, but you know what I mean. Like you, you have uh, a um, uh, a kind of hipness to you, and so on, right? Uh, hello. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Steph? Uh, I was just wondering if I could pester you for a couple of seconds. Uh, sadly, uh, system failed, Stefan. Uh, and I just lost the last few minutes of our last conversation. Oh, no problem. I didn't want to summarize the conversation saying, as it turned out, I was completely right. Ricky was totally wrong about everything. <laughs> Isn't that what happened, though? Oh, no. no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to, to sort of not return, obviously. Okay, what did you say? Go. But um, uh, just I'll summarize it as I remember it, and then just let me know that... Uh, that uh, we, we did talk about your history when you were young. And my memory is, and I'm sorry if, I, if, I, if you did tell me, my memory is that you certainly had talked about your parents, well, your mother being religious, your father not so much. But right. uh, as it turned out, you were used as a cult-like advertisement for the Jehovah's Witnesses when you were a kid. You had to go door to door, and uh, it was obviously not something you were given much of a choice with. And that, that had some effect on your perception of can you be advertising for this cult rather than the cult that you were raised in. Oh, right, exactly. No, no, it had to have. Um, yeah, I was a poster child for the <laughs> the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, and uh, in part, yeah, I, I don't know where it got cut off, but part of the reason or part of the drama of, of me being a kid with that was um, – I would get lectured a lot. I'd be I would be taken in the back to the kingdom hall and get yelled at about like uh, the way I would dress outside of the kingdom hall and like I wasn't wearing you know a suit and stuff. <laughs> and uh, but you were being worldly, or you were dressing in a world- yeah I, yeah they call it worldly like uh, and so um but yeah I was uh, I was forced to go out in service was what was what they call it you know talking to people door to door and. Uh, you're basically told if if you didn't 
then um, then you probably weren't going to get the little reward at the end of the rainbow, right? So, um, yeah, it wasn't like a choice. It was uh, it was it was the <laughs> you had to you had to, otherwise you'd be guilt tripped into it and and, and people wouldn't talk to you. Sorry, since part of what occurred for you was that your clothing in particular was controlled, right? In so far as you had to go out in a little Lord Fauntleroy suit and, and all that kind of stuff, right? And so part of your the ways in which we are controlled is usually the way in which we rebel, and so part of the way that you responded to that, which is perfectly sensible and rational, of course, is like, okay, you can control my clothing here, but I'm going to have a reaction formation called worldly clothing everywhere else, right? Exactly, and that and that was that was, that's what kind of blew me away about uh, our conversation too is I didn't I didn't see it come into that like I it was in the back of my mind, but um. I didn't realize, um, I didn't see those dominoes going <laughs> down in that direction, so it was, it was interesting to, to make that connection, and, uh, but yeah, the JW history definitely was a sore spot as far as that goes. Now, that having been said, there was responsibility on my part, which was a lack of uh, asking you about this, right? And so there was, I mean, I, I apologized, of course, for right, right. going further down that road than I should have of uh, assuming. And I, I went to the place of physical vanity rather than childhood trauma, which, of course, was not fair on my part. And if I had been patient and been curious, as you rightly pointed out at the beginning of this conversation, then it would have been less, uh, less of a difficult transition. Uh, so, I mean, that was, I, I certainly remember, you know, recognizing that and apologizing for that. Was there anything else? That, I mean, I know we, we hacked around that topic for a bit, though I think we've summed it up fairly well here, but was there anything else that was part of that later bit of the conversation that you wanted to get across? Remember? Um, I don't know. I, I think I just, I had mentioned that um, when, when some of those things were pointed out to me, I had an immediate emotional reaction to it when we were talking. I mean, it was instant. It was an instant kind of like humility, an instant kind of uh, regret, and um, and kind of I kind of felt embarrassed that I had reacted the way I did. And um, amazing, sorry, just by the by, isn't it just amazing? And this is the part that just continually blows my mind about myself and about others, is just how incredibly close to the surface those feelings are. Oh yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was kind of weird that. I don't know. It was just instantaneous. It just bubbled up out of nowhere, and it hit me. And it was only, you know, it was just soon as the connections were kind of made. And um, I was telling Greg, I said, it's amazing that, it's amazing how many how many veils are, are there to be lifted. And I said, it seems like the more you progress, the more they get, the more they're transparent. Sometimes if that makes any sense. I mean, people always say, uh, well, you know, I have, I have a tough time getting in touch with my emotions if they have particular aspects that are tough. I have a tough time getting in touch with my emotions, this, that, and the other. But uh, usually it's like our emotions are having a tough time getting in touch with us because they are, with, with the right key, with the right understanding. And I think that what you and I did is a good example of sort of the real-time relationship insofar as I talked about my experience, you talked about your experience. And what we were able to do was to eliminate that which was not relevant. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's like that Fight Club quote where he says, uh, to truly let go what doesn't matter, <laughs> or let slide. Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> I think we went through, you know, and there was a way that 
and this is sort of eliminating the stuff that doesn't really matter and getting to the core of what does, you can't actually get to the core of what does matter until you have dealt with what doesn't and understood that it is only a symptom, not a cause. Because otherwise, if I'd have said, well, forget about the T-shirt, let's talk about your childhood, you'd have been like, hey, wait a minute, don't pull your psychology stuff with me, man. You know? <laughs> Psycho Kung Fu. No, yeah, I, I, I noticed that too because um, once I actually got it out, uh, it was like, <laughs> it was like maybe this stuff isn't so important. Kind of in the back of my head, once I vented it, it wasn't like, uh, it, it definitely cleared the way for um, for the real um, benefit of getting down to the past, which I am still still surprised at uh, that how like much sense it makes, but. Now, um, of course, I mean, I really appreciate the, the time that we took on that conversation. I know it was a long one, but to me it was a, a great example of the kind of stuff that we're working on. Um, did you want to schedule the time to talk about the physical vanity stuff that, that uh, is, uh, is an exciting challenge for both of us? Yeah, I would love to, actually. Um, I've been, yeah, I would, I would, that's a great, that would be a great conversation for me. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know how many other people can identify with that, but it's not like a, it's a it's a it's a challenge to me where I have no clue how to get around it. It is like it feels like it's uh it feels like it's in your nature almost. You know what I mean? I, like I I don't see an off switch and I don't see any like switches to make it like tune down and um I don't know. That's a that's a a really big challenge and uh I'm eager to get somewhere with it. There, um, I mean, there's a number of different ways we could do it, right? Like we, we could sort of hang up and do it now, or we could uh, see if other people would be interested in joining in on that conversation if there are other people who may have the same sort of issues so it's not just the laser on you, so to speak. But uh, it's, it's however you feel we would feel best about, uh, about doing it. Oh, um, I, don't feel, I don't feel uncomfortable at all just talking with me about it, but if, if you think other people might want to be on it too, that's, that's completely okay. Whatever you think is best. And, and when would you like to do it? Any time is okay with me. Okay, well, why don't I hang up and give you a call back? That works. All right, thanks, man. Okay.